This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. In just 48 hours, it's going to be Thanksgiving. That annual tradition where you sit around and listen to people you hate talk about their awful politics and tell you how terrible you are. Oh wait, maybe I'm thinking of watching a Gene Simmons interview on YouTube. I'm just a robot and I am confused by your human rituals of self-harm. And now, speaking of uncomfortable conversations, the Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Welcome one, welcome all. It is Rob. It's another edition of the Metal Injection Livecast. On the eve of Thanksgiving Eve, we are here to bring you a new episode of hot, scorching, Jewish, secular discussions. Yeah, baby! It's Rob here with Noah. Gobble, gobble. Sid. Gobble, gobble. And Darren. Gibble, goobble. Teetle, teetle. And yeah. we're here with you. You can be a part of the show anytime if you're listening live. We are live every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, 3.30 Pacific. The number to dial is 213-WIDE-NUT. That's 213-943-3688. And you know what? If you want just a little more Metal Injection Livecast in your life, we highly recommend you become one of our patrons. You can sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash metal injection livecast you will get at least one bonus episode every month and access to all of our previous bonus episodes this month our bonus episode is a lords of chaos roundtable discussion a great discussion that we had talking about the movie and the casting and everything about it and lots of varg jokes we also have an interview with blake from pig destroyer and our previous Bonus episodes include a Motley Crew The Dirt watch-along on Netflix. Which I think is what prompted them to reunite for their new yeah. tour. Absolutely. So we did that? Yep. We did, I feel we're, terrible now. And also, but worth it. Great yeah. episode. And we also have a watch-along of a Pantera home video. And next month, uh, which is actually in just a few days. Yeah, Sunday. We're yeah. going to be posting a double whammy of... Uh, excitingness we're going to be going we're going to be doing a roundtable discussion on the hulu fire festival documentary and then a watch along of the netflix uh documentary are we posting both of those on sunday yes oh let's do okay. it let's just right. let you let them decide when it's they want to listen christmas to it time, so let's just give two it for the price of one didn't so you just post something on patreon as well or is that yet uh, to be posted? it is going to be posted by the time most people listen to this we have an exclusive long-awaited noah tutorial of yes. our famous candied bacon and we were watching this before the show went live salivating we, we all want some bacon we're a little mad mm. that noah didn't have candied bacon ready for us uh, but we forgive you no we're just going to go home and make it ourselves now that we have the yeah. recipe Exactly. And you can get that on our Patreon. Once again, that is at patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. All of that is available for just $5 a month. And then later on in the show, we're going to be talking about our top livecast fans of the week. And to be one of those, you just got to submit $10 a month uh, Patreon donations. And then we have other tiers, including Darren leaving uh, voicemails and some of his famous voices, which you'll be hearing a little later. Not the voicemails, the voices. And also uh, uh, our grand Patreon perk, which is you can sit in on the show with us, which someone will be claiming in the very near future. Someone has already put their bid in. They're in. So that should be exciting. And there's a nice SummerSlam chair 
waiting for them. Mm-hmm. They don't get to take it home, though. They don't no. get to take it home. They, they just get sit in it. In it. They get fart on it. Do they even get to sit in it? I mean, or, they can't float. Yeah, it's the guest chair. I'm so. saying they could just look at it. <laughs> so, uh, last week on the show, uh, we talked a lot about music. Music. And if you recall, uh, I was saying I was going to the Tool show right after, and, and, and I wanted to follow up on it with a few thoughts. Okay. And, uh, you know, when I, the big cliffhanger, if you will, was uh, I, I couldn't properly get across what I meant by Tool, going to see Tool felt like a religious experience. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, when I went to see them, directly after you guys shat on them for like at least 45 minutes it kind of it kind of like killed it for me i take exception <laughs> to that how did we shit on them for 45 Wait, minutes everyone is responsible for I, their i'm own sorry feelings. i was i think it was just me it was it was mostly sid it was mostly sid what did i say that was bad about mm, you were joining in on the fun but here's what i was but the thing is though what I realized, though, is because the last time I saw Tool was at least five years ago. It's like, I'm older, they're older. The the Some of it didn't grip me as much as it used to grip me. It's not like, oh, so it's... So you didn't get dragged to the uh, the tour van. Guess, All right, sure. enough of those jokes. Okay. okay, we get it. It's a bus, Darren. Come on, get it right. Sorry. Uh, Rob, Rob's offended with and, uh, I'm so sorry. So, uh, but... It was still very good, and what I meant by the religious experience, I can now tell. Like what? Like what? Wait, li- did somebody give you shit for that? That you're bringing it up, or you just thought me, about it? Me again? Oh, probably yeah? just me. Was when you when you what you what you meant by the religious experience was that it's like uh, going to a Catholic church? Yeah, yeah, like yes, like getting with the oh, priest. Oh no, the no! I'm <laughs> <laughs> got you again. Uh, anyway, uh, what it was, it's because they put on such an immersive show. Like with the, there's a giant screen and, you know, the visualizations are trippy, but, but very, very like high definition and like very well thought out, syncopated with the music. And also what it is, is the music that grips me. It's such, it's so atmospheric and like, uh, I mean, parts of, parts of it are a little repetitive and droney that you kind of get caught up in the, the whirlwind of the vibe that they're trying to set, if that makes uh-huh. some sense. And that's kind of what feel like what makes it feel uh takes it to a spiritual level is the combination of the music and the visuals and you just get so caught up in it but this time it was very hard to get caught up in it because tool had a very strict no photo no video policy and when i say very strict there were signs everywhere no photos, no videos. Wouldn't You'll be they? ejected. They- there is. Let me finish. Okay. There, when you walk in, the I just want to set the, set the mood, and then you can ask the questions because I might be answering them. Around. That's true. So when you walk in, the ushers have like you know like hand fans essentially with a big sign that in your face like no photo or video. You will be ejected. So when I see all of, and not only that, when you get to your seat on every seat. There is a piece of paper taped. I, I do. I did think about that. Like that's a lot of paper to waste. But they really want to get that point across. No photo, video. You will be ejected. Plain language on every thing. Sure enough. You tool, didn't answer my question. Tool, okay, what's the question? <laughs> Forgot. Uh, why didn't they give you those pouches to put the phones in? 
That is a good question. I don't. I don't know why they didn't do the pouches. Maybe that wasting all the paper. You could at least recycle the pouches. Maybe that costs more money. I don't know. But the tickets were not cheap, so they could have. They could afford it. But they did not do the pouches. Wouldn't it make the experience better without having everybody have their phone out and not take you out of the experience? Well, let me. I will explain this. Okay. And ultimately, yes, it was great in that sense. I did not like knowing. That I don't like just knowing I'm not going to take my phone out. Though you did. I didn't. You posted a picture from the show. I'll explain it. Uh, Was an absolutely free. Like it was like, oh, I could just be in this moment and enjoy it. But what took me out of the moment, which is what I which is now why I think they should have done the pouches is because security was relentless. Like like they were. uh, First of all, they. They. they definitely hired more like extra security. Okay. And they were like like literally in the first song somebody would start people start taking out their their photo uh, cameras. And again, there was even a announcement on the loudspeaker, do not yeah. shoot, you will be ejected. Sure enough, people start taking photos and immediately no warning nothing. Hey, well, there, you're out of there. You just said every I part agree. of the getting into the venue was a warning. I, yeah. But, yes, 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 yes. No, no, no. Ultimately, like at first, at first, I was like, oh, come on. Like, uh, oh, oh, you know, like I was. No kind of, but then I was like, wait a minute. No, they already like they're just. They made it more the, than clear. This is, first of all, it's not the fault of the security. No. I don't blame. They're just doing. They're right. literally. Like, I know this sounds like defending cops, but they really are. They were just paid to stop people. To t- from taking yeah. photos, they're just doing their job. It's they it is demanded by the band. If there's yeah. anyone to blame, it's the band. Why? And ultimately, blame? the blame is with the fan. Because keep your phone down. Like how hard is it? Yeah, not it's to like take a photo? you like this band enough to pay the crazy ticket price and come to the show, but you don't like them enough to respect the one thing they ask you not right. to do. Like fuck. Well, yeah. I think they have to have their Instagram content. So yeah. what? What took me out of it is just you're trying to immerse yourself, and then you see a, a, a storm of security running, and just like it's just it's like human, the pit, man. You're it's just pit. It's human nature. You know, you have to be like, oh, what's going on? Oh, this guy's out. Uh, oh, this girl. Uh, and it's Rob. Honestly, if you told me that that was going to be a feature of the show, I would have bought a ticket. And look, look, I have to tell. Like at first, oh, like I said, like I said, my my initial reaction was like, oh, oh. but then it was just pure like comedy because amazing. the further into the show, and they didn't stop. It's not like they like made a few examples of people in the first three songs yeah. and then calmed down. No, no, no. Up until the very last song, when Maynard said, security, you can stand down. This is our last song. You could take as many photos as you want of this. Okay. Which is just like, oh, there's the compromise. It's like, they understand, you know, you Well, maybe if they had posted that on the sign, too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, guys, we'll let you do it for the last song if you promise not to be asked for the first. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that kind of hit me when I took, I I obviously, like you said, I took out my camera. I took a a photo because I did want... A memory for myself, of which I don't think there's anything wrong with. But do you not have just memories in your head from just living the experience? That's not enough. He's planning on getting Alzheimer's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plus, He's I like it. I like having the photos because then in my time hop, uh, the, the wonderful time hop app, it tells you one year ago you were at a Tool concert. So it's like I like getting those kind of documents. Wait, that's a separate app. Wait, can't you just like go out and take a picture of yourself in front of the bodega and just label it? I went yeah. to Tool later after this. Sure. And then it'll still come up. Yes, time that's fine. I would do that that <laughs> I would do that just as well. That's fine. It, okay. That's what I'm saying. I just you need want a, whole a reminder. Separate app to do this for you? I need a reminder that that was there. 
Mm-hmm. I need what? What do you mean? I need it. Like, like I didn't build it. It's a quick download. Relax. But like, if you're so curious, can't you just bu- open up your calendar app that you already have and just scroll back a year and see what sa- it says on the calendar? Too much work. Yeah. Right. This, wow. What a world we live uh, in, man. Yeah, you're, like this, this is what you're. This is the soapbox. Yes. That you're, that for this, <laughs> this three minute Jeez. block. Anyway. I'll have an, another one soon. But here's the thing. So the song that they uh, played, the last song, is like Stink Fist, okay. which is about addiction mm. and like i'm deep i'm like uh using my phone and it's like the song the lyrics are like about how you just need it to to breathe to feel to know you're alive and i'm like wait a minute <laughs> is he like mocking yeah. me right now yes. and i had to like put my phone away and it was just like this was was this all just like a giant social experiment did you show? ask him when you interviewed him after the show i did not interview him after oh, the show oh man uh, Lamb goat got him. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I could have. A really no, great interview. What did he it's come really, really <laughs> thorough, very uh, good grammar. I really want to interview Adam Jones for a swear circle pit. I've the been trying to make player? that happen. The guitarist of Tool. Oh. Well, okay, so. He's also on the Orioles. <laughs> so, Diamondbacks. Oh, Diamondbacks that's right. Yeah. No, the that, big, no, the guitarist is on the Orioles. Okay. The big <laughs> positive, the big positive about security being so focused on the photo thing, I was smoking so much pot and nobody <laughs> said anything. Like the guys were, they were like pushing me to the side yeah. to grab a photo of the, the person with the photos because that was their instructions. And, and here's the thing about Barclays. Someone like tweeted me about this is because I... I almost had a heart attack. I remember yeah. <laughs> getting into the venue. So when I got there, there was dogs. I've never seen dogs. Got dudes with machine guns standing outside that fucking place. But yeah, dudes but with machine not, guns. They're not looking for weed. They're looking yeah, for bombs. Dudes with yeah. machine guns. That's fine. That's looking for bombs. There was a, the a dog, and the dog sniffed at a person like three people ahead of me, and they had to like you know they were like excuse me sir can you step out of the line and come with me and I was like holy what the fuck. Like this is absurd. The dog just sniffs out selfie sticks. <laughs> so now, or maybe that, or maybe that guy farted, and the dog uh, thought it was maybe like, that oh, well, baby. But that guy saved me because yeah. then now I was the able dog to was preoccupied. It. Yeah. So, if you recall last week, my dilemma was about getting my lighter in uh-huh. because, as I mentioned, you know, the metal detector isn't going to detect the weed. The metal detector isn't going to detect my glass pipe. It's the only thing that has any semblance of metal. The tiniest bit of metal is the lighter. In the whole show, that was the only metal. <laughs> so, uh, I had it. I had like one of those tiny bic lighters that I put in my wallet. And Noah, you mentioned uh, your suggestion was, "Oh, you should have a second lighter as a I decoy lighter." <laughs> yes, you mentioned this on the air. No, I said, "Put it in like put it in your makeup case." I can give you a makeup case. <laughs> no, no, no. You did mention the makeup case, I but you also that. suggested. That's a great idea. I definitely didn't say that. You it wasn't absolutely me. wasn't me. I would like our loyal live cast listeners in the chat to please point out that Noah did in fact say this last week because I Except vividly credit, remember Noah. it. Except so the anyway, credit. but no, it was a bad idea. <laughs> oh no! God damn it, you know <laughs> So yeah, accept the credit. No, I, I, didn't, say, I didn't say. I said make a. No, press. so I did. I turns out I did have another lighter in my jacket that I didn't know about, and I was like, oh, the decoy lighter. I'm going to try this out. Now I'm online. I'm like two people away, and secure like this person so there's a person sitting in front of the metal detector with like the scoopers that you not the, the like the, tray, cup, tray. the trays thank you i can't even fucking think of the word <laughs> with Poop the trays scoopers. for your wallet your keys you know anything yeah. like clear out your pockets you know and she the, the one on my line was like vigilant she was 
feeling things. She was like going through purses, whatever. And then like some people she would just let through. Then the woman in front of me had lighters in her hand. She was like, I can't bring these in. No, I'm sorry. And then I noticed that because she already said to her that she has lighters, she was so thorough with her purse going through it to make sure there's no weed. She looked in her cigarette uh, wow. box, which they didn't used to do to, to, to spot the joints. And I had the, so I had the lighter in my hand and I saw this and I immediately like, like threw it in the <laughs> trap. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And it was at this point that I felt my heart pounding. And I was like, Rob, chill out. Like I had to talk myself wow. off of this anxiety attack that I'm building up just from like the drug sniffing dog. Will I get my life? And then I'm like, this isn't that important. Rob, Rob, relax. Well, you were safe because I wasn't with yeah. you. <laughs> Burn. So sure enough, I get to the woman. I put my stuff in the tray and I'm so like, like, in Nervous. my head, like, look, yeah. I get through this. And then she goes, she goes like, did you take everything out of your pockets? And then I go, wait, what? <laughs> like, she ruined my flow. And I'm like, why? Like, I didn't hear her. And then I did hear her. And like, in my head, I'm like, she knows. <laughs> I, <didn't, laughs> I, I was like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. And then I got through. And that's when I checked my, my blood pressure. And it raised my heart rate. I'm sorry. I checked my heart rate and it raised from 85 to 125. Jesus Christ, dude. (laughs) But then I was like, fine, because I was smoking pot. I was like the only guy in my section with pot. Wait, so how did you sneak your weed in? I just had an, I had a joint rolled and I had that like, I had that in my sock and then I just had a glass pipe and uh, just. You know, uh, in your butt. I was gonna say you didn't weed. go. To, you didn't go to the tuchus yet. No, I got. I put it in my back jeans pockets because they're not. They don't pat you down. They just wand you. Yeah. You uh, put it in his third butthole. And where was your lighter? My lighter was, was in my wallet. Oh, in no, it was in the wallet because that would get the metal detector going. <clears throat> so you, you tweeted about the fact that you were able to smoke weed at the show yes. while you were still Very at the proud. show. Yes. And I replied tagging Barclay Center right. in the tweet. <laughs> then nobody came to find you. It's not like I God damn my it. or took a photo of it. We need to get geotagging on tweet tweets. Yeah, I made sure that you was on. told on him. You're so yeah. mean. <laughs> it seems like uh, it would have been so good if he got her like kicked out because of my tweet. I but it was great. So it was great. Psyched. There was a gong solo. Mm-hmm. I have never seen this before. And isn't it, that wait? Isn't that the next Star Wars movie? <laughs> gong no, solo. Yeah. That was the one that bombed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the rise of. Uh, no, it was just solo. But solo. so it was uh, the rise so it was of solo. Yes, Danny that was a good Carey. One. Danny Carey. So first, so he, he brought out a giant gong. This was like the first part of the encore. Mm-hmm. So he's still giving the rest of the band a little time to breathe. Uh, and he first played the gong with just regular drumsticks. And it's so wild how much sound a gong can produce, like high end and low end, to the point that you think there's multiple instruments playing, but it's just. The one thing, Sid, I think you would have really loved it. Really? <laughs> no. Thank you. It seems but like kind of, kind of overkill. All the security at it, like a tool show. Like, who's gonna bomb a tool show? What do you like? Really hate gas station attendants? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's, who's? What do they need? The and bomb metal sniff- bloggers. <laughs> the bomb, the sniffers. I don't know. Uh, the sniffers. That, uh, I don't get. But the security was there strictly for the photo. They just don't want people okay. shooting photos. And the yeah, like the that's venues to, to get in the venue. That's like their policy for any show i like will with, say uh, metal for, detectors and for, everything. for bands like if you're planning on doing shady shit at your show this is a very good policy to keep all people's phones away yeah. so they can't snap any shots of you doing your dirt right it's, i have a question um 
I didn't get to this part of the lamb goat interview, <laughs> but why did Tool say that they didn't want phones at their concert? They think it's distracting. They want you to focus on the show. So it distracts the individual. That's, and the people around them. them. And probably, and the probably them, too. yeah. They don't like looking out and seeing people looking into their phones. They want people looking yeah. at them. It was a great show. They played for two hours. It was it did no not opener? feel like Killing Joke opener. Oh, okay. How were they? Did you get they were, I caught like the very end. Uh, They're like 60-something years old by now. Yeah. Like they're very old. You know what? The other thing about it is like because of the arena, like Killing Joke wasn't made for arenas. Like it just didn't. The music didn't carry into the arena, and even with Tool, like the first one or two songs, you really ha- they had to like figure out their sound almost. I feel, but then Isn't it was there a sound check. There is sound. I'm just saying, like I don't know, the acoustics in the Barclays were a little weird hmm. for me. It could have also been because I was ridiculously high, but <laughs> it, it, it was a bit weird. But and oh, the other thing about it too is I realized there's certain Tool songs now that aren't good. Uh, that I'm over them. Yeah, like uh, like 10,000 Days, like stuff off the last album. Now they just titled their songs like based on how they feel when you listen to them? 10,000 Days? That was the, the album. Song the song, like the song is Vicarious. That oh. I'm just like, I'm over it. I've just heard it so much. That, The Pot. They have a song called The Pot. That would have been his sentence if he got <laughs> in trouble for that uh, tour bus incident. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, one day, keep that torch burning. Thanks, right. guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> Whatever. So anyway, it's not Noah, like we ruined your tool uh, interview. How uh, how was High on Fire and Ooh. Power Trip? You went to a show last week as well. I did. Uh, first of all, Bushwick. First of all, <laughs> Bushwick uh, is not like it's it's just not Brooklyn, and it's just so weird that neighborhood. Still, Nick you- said it's like a like a mullet. Track. A what? It's it's garbage in the back, party in the front. Oh, okay. it's definitely more gentrified than it was a few years yeah. ago, though. Oh yeah, no, it is. That's why I mean, that's what he meant. Um, it was good. I went for my brother's birthday. Uh, Power Trip were so good. I actually enjoyed them more than I did High on Fire, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, it. It kind of it's so it was a Friday show, but it started like doors were at five. Yeah. So it was like impossible to get there in time. So I missed huh. the first two bands, Creeping Death and Devil, Devil. Master. Yeah. Um, That's it. I saw <laughs> fr- our friends there. Mm-hmm. Saw people from work there. But I don't know. I don't really have a story to tell. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Did uh, they take your camera away? Uh, I didn't have to like <laughs> smuggle weed in my ass crack. <laughs> this, is, this is only at arenas. I want to make it clear because someone tweeted me like, "Is this really a problem at shows?" It's like, Tom no, and I only... were smoking weed right outside the venue. Yeah, no, it's at regular venues. It's not a problem. It's just these larger arenas. For some reason, they have a uh, they have they just don't want the, the pot smoke, which is lame, especially for a band like Tool. Come on, get out of here. But anyway. Maybe it's because the Nets play there and they don't want any of the players on the team coming to the show and then failing a uh, oh. drug test because of uh, secondhand smoke. Weed. Yeah. <laughs> they found Rob's pipe in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't, think, I don't was... think that's how it works, but all right. You never know. Better safe than sorry. I guess. I guess that's, what, that's, that's their thought on it. Yeah. Mm, I wanted to talk also about this new Dave Mustaine interview. Oh, God. Dave Mustaine, as we have mentioned. He has the cancer. He's the cancer uh, scare. He's completed treatment. He still has it, but he's done he, his treatment is done. Mm-hmm. 
Forever or for now? For now. Okay. He's completed his treatment, and I guess they're going to see what happens. Uh, and he was just interviewed by Rolling Stone talking about it and uh, talking about his treatment and talking about uh, some people that reached out to him after the news. And uh, we, we, have a, we have a little audio here. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, there's actually uh, one really funny part that you didn't even highlight. Okay, I was just reading this. And the guy asked him, like, how did you find out that you had cancer? Mm-hmm. So he says he was on tour and he had some dental work done. And the guy says, well, you should see an oral surgeon. So he goes, so I see the oral surgeon and he was such a cock. I was in the chair. And he looks at me and then he takes off. I'm sitting there and I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And he comes back in and he goes, it looks like the big C. You need to go see an ear, nose and throat doctor. I just like that he called him a cock. Yeah. I was just stunned. Is that the big C he means? The big, it's the big cock. I was just. Well, well, it's the big cock. I was just stunned with his bedside manner. He was just such a dick. He could have just said nothing. And be like, yeah, yeah you're fine. Oh, that been on your really way. Also, it sounds like he was taken aback that he discovered that this guy had cancer. He probably had to run to get a second or opinion. Or maybe he's a fan of the show and just hates Dave Mustaine. And he's like, oh, <laughs> oh. I get to be the one to tell him this is amazing. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I've been waiting for this since medical school. Dave, this is what happens when you breathe in too many chemtrails. I'm sorry to tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, That's true. I don't, I don't want Dave Mustaine to die. No, I don't either. What do you want? Just like a couple decades of suffering? No, I don't want him to suffer. Just don't give interviews. <laughs> he wants him to be cancer free. Actually, well, I do want him to give interviews because then that's content for us. But so then, what don't do you- say uh, uh, anything racist or homophobic. That's what I want. Or sexist? don't be do racist or homophobic. I mean, I'd rather not. Generally rather problematic. Not. Is that okay? I mean, you can't stop everything. Can he promote his booze still? Why would I be against? That? I don't, I'm just trying to figure out where the line is with you. You fucking PC culture going on. Anyway, there's a, here's another good quote here. Guy asks him, did your faith help you keep oh, a positive oh, mindset? God. This is so loaded with great shit. <laughs> I don't want to joke around about this, but you've seen everything Kanye's doing right now with his message for releasing the album Jesus is King. For me... I think it's great that he's doing that. Oh, I've been praying for a long time, and when this whole thing went down, I prayed a lot. Well, so you've been praying, but you got cancer anyway? So, like, what does that tell you? Yeah, like, based on the rules that you follow, didn't God give you cancer? Yeah. Or, or maybe God give you gave him cancer because it's a test. It's a yeah. challenge. Oh, that's what they overcome. always say. Appreciate the little things more, Dave. So then you're going with Satan to try to pray away the cancer if God wants. No, you it. have to like prove to God that you want to live. <laughs> you have the willpower. You could withstand right. this trial. Yeah. But also maybe, maybe like even in the God world, maybe cancer just happens. But then why wouldn't God take it away if it just happened? You know what I mean? Well. Maybe he didn't pray enough, and now that he is praying enough, God is going to take putting mm. it into consideration. Maybe I've been praying wrong. God is so easily swayed, huh? Yeah, right? This is what I always wonder. is like, this is God, right? The most knowledgeable and, and uh, powerful force in the universe. And he makes this intricate like universe with life, teeming with life. 
and uh, all this like intricate plans and everything and then you just go hey god uh, can i do this thing and they go oh yeah sure here you go i'm gonna fix that because you prayed to me i'm gonna change this plan that i made for the last 13 billion maybe years maybe that was the whole plan like if i give dave cancer maybe he'll pray more so he wants you to pray that's yeah. the plan that's the end result of the he plan. just it's like it's like a jewish mother she just wants you to call her <laughs> going to guilt you and make you feel bad until you do. It does sound like the God in the Bible, honestly. Yeah. Likes attention. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I've been praying for a long time. When this whole thing went down, I prayed a lot. I don't force it on anybody. I never would do that. But didn't he make them have a prayer circle in his band? Did we read that? Thing? I don't think yeah. he makes them. They want to do it. They they're, want they're to all, do it. Yeah. yeah all, but come I mean, on. They want to do it if they want to stay in the band. Right. If they feel like, all right, Ellison could be like no i think he wants to do it but all the like the dipshit guitarist of the month or whatever like wh- whoever the drummer I, re- is. I love when rob used to have that on metal injection <laughs> there's the babe of the day and the dipshit guitarist of the month yeah that, that one was, didn't go over as well that, that was, was my uh, favorite page there's too many you should have had yeah. that be the one of the day that was like a deep cut <laughs> the babe of the day was the a song yeah the single <laughs> um a lot of people's asses are probably going to grow together right now that I said this. What is, is that a saying? What? Like, I think he means like, like we're going to clench our butts because we're so uptight about him being religious. Grow together. My ass is growing together. Sealing I'm so shut? mad. I'm so mad they're going to grow together. All right. It sounds like. Is that what he's praying for? <laughs> Weird. Damn it. I should have. I was praying for asses growing together. I should have prayed for the cancer to go away. <laughs> No, I think uh, what, the way he phrases it, though, it sounds like human centipede. It sounds like a two yeah. ass, but but two asses being like all of sewn a sudden together. Our, we're gonna like connect by our assholes. <laughs> what the hell is this? Fu- oh, must be. We're mad that Dave Mustaine yeah. is uh, praying. That's why <laughs> Dave's up to something. Damn oh, no, what's what happened to my? B- oh, I said something about Dave Mustaine. Right. <laughs> Fuck, Dave. Need oh, my God. ass. And I believe that taking good care of myself and being physically fit as well as spiritually fit, got me back to this point. Well, he does BJJ as well, right? No. No. Or does he do my time? I prefer I Sam's he... Club. <laughs> oh. I think he does Aikido or something. Is that a lesser That's art? the one that uh, Steven Seagal does. <laughs> okay, his, so it's n- just not like joking. That is his... honorary celebrities. Right. <laughs> And I think he's a black belt in like Taekwondo, which mm. is uh, like kickboxing. Mm. Aikido is that like a close hand to hand, like you do these little quick uh, hand attacks. Like with the basketball players on the handshake line when they do their. Cool <laughs> yes, that is technically like Aikido. Oh, nice. Uh, Russell Westbrook is very good at that. Is there anything else you wanted me to hit here, Rob? Yes, the, the James, text James messages. Hatfield? Yes, okay. the text messages. Uh, the guy says, when you announced your diagnosis, there was an incredible outpouring from your fans and peers. That had to have felt good. It did. It came as quite a surprise. Was that, what does that mean, first of all? Everyone thinks he's an asshole? No, he was just taken aback at the large amount of responses. Which, I, that, I mean, that's, that's typical to say for such a thing. I don't think that's... Uh-huh. But, but go on. I thought nobody liked me at all. A lot came from people that I knew but didn't know cared. Most notably, I got a text message back from my old brother, James Hetfield. And I was so, so happy to hear from him. Contrary to what anybody says, and contrary to any of the act that we put on, I love James, and I know that James loves me. 
and cares about me. You can see that when the moment of truth is here and I'm telling the world that I've got a life-threatening disease. Who comes to stand next to me? James! Except he didn't stand right. next to you. He just sent you a fucking text. Your fucking G-chat. That he probably dictated to his assistant. <laughs> like, fuck out of here. No, stand you're, next to me. You're giving him even too much credit. He told the assistant, write something. Yeah. He didn't even dictate it. <laughs> Figure out what Dave's number is. It's on my block list as one of those. Actually, <laughs> wasn't standing up when I dictated that. Yeah, sitting in my sofa. Ooh, wouldn't even stand to dictate. He made Lars do it. <laughs> he emailed Lars. It wasn't even urgent enough to call or text Lars. He just yeah. sent Lars an email saying, hey, text and say it's for me. Yeah, Lars's assistant's assistant sent yeah. that text yeah. to Dame Satfield, to uh, Dave Mustaine. Yeah. He got an, a text message from Ozzy and one from Paul Stanley, too. Paul Stanley's was just a dick pic, though. <laughs> it was like an accidental text. It was meant to go to uh, Dave's daughter. <laughs> he says, that was super bitching because in the <laughs> beginning, <laughs> I'm not making this up. Super Wait, bitching. What is super bitching? Uh, the text from Paul Stanley. Oh. Okay. <laughs> when Kiss first came Wait, out. Wait, start the quote. <laughs> the top. I want to hear it. <laughs> All right. It was great to get one from Ozzy. I didn't expect it from Paul Stanley. That was super bitchin', <laughs> because in the beginning, when Kiss first came out, I was just a kid, and I loved them. But I looked it up. I was like, I couldn't believe that. Was he just a kid? I, they feel like Paul they're the Stanley's same age. Paul older than me. He is, lot. though. Yeah, he is. I looked, the, Dave Mustaine, when Kiss's first album came out, uh, Dave Mustaine was 12. Okay. okay. Which I would never have guessed that. I thought they were like contemporaries almost. I would have guessed like five, eight years difference, but nope. So, yeah, that's... This is just a way for him to humble brag. Yeah. Look at all the famous friends I have. Mm-hmm. All these guys have my phone number, and I didn't know they had it. Yeah. I don't even care about them. They're pieces of shit, but they <laughs> send me great text messages because I'm so great. <laughs> Fuck okay. you, Paul Stanley. <laughs> I'm better than you are. You sent me a cancer message. I didn't send you shit. <laughs> Wait till you get cancer. I'm not saying anything. (laughs) (laughs) I know people in the CIA. I can get them to put their cancer rays on you. Uh Just you wait. You'll be one of those kiss coffins. And I won't even stand next to it. That might imagine if that's why uh, Paul Stanley texted him was just to sell him one of the coffins. You're just going to try to throw the link in there to like yeah. their web store. Wait, oh, you're you, doing good? You're doing good! So oh, you, I wanted to give you a coffin! Delete, delete, delete. I so think Kiss... Did, did you intercept my phone messages? <laughs> How do you know what that text said? <laughs> he gave him like a coupon code. I've definitely seen uh, Kiss uh, chemo machines at the hospital. Oh, no. I think that's what he oh, was trying God. to sell them. Those things suck. <laughs> like three trips an hour. <laughs> Awful. Uh, I think Ace Freely hatched out of one of those. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even supposed to be in Kiss. He just, <laughs> came out of the Cancer meds. <laughs> like dust. And then Gene was like, oh, well, might as well put him in the band. Yeah. 
Wow, so that's the Kiss origin story. Uh, As we say in Israel, Hava Nagila, Mamatakana Mahoma, Achemachaha, Achimo, Chemo Machine, is really for Peter Chris. Kiss Cat Skin. Uh, neuroblastoma, uh, glaucoma. <laughs> These are all Hebrew words, trust me. I grew up, uh, grew up in the Jewish community. I speak 17 <laughs> languages. <laughs> and I don't know Dave Mustaine. Who? Dave who? <laughs> I know a Dave Mustaine, but a Dave Mustaine? No, I don't know a Dave Mustaine. I think he was my tail, a Dave Mustaine. Oh, no, he was the manager of the Morosco Theater in uh, I wonder <laughs> I wonder if it really was Dave Mustaine, because remember we learned his mom is yes. Jewish? Mm-hmm. Oh. So they came through Ellis Island? Uh, yeah, like they changed it to Mustaine. <laughs> but it, but I've never heard of Mustaine otherwise, right? right? Like, I've yeah. never heard that. But also, it wouldn't it, it would be his dad's last name that he took. Right. Well, sure. So. Unless he's a mama's boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, Noah? <laughs> All speculation. He stopped being a mama's boy when he ate Nick Menza's mom's cooking. Oh, yeah. It's like, moms right. suck. Moms are terrible. Can't even do Italian food right. Worse than chemo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, she doesn't even know how to make good humantashin. <laughs> I'm a Jew. I know more than Gene Simmons. <laughs> Matzah sells, but who's buying? <laughs> High Holy Wars. <laughs> Countdown to Sukkot. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. No, it passed. Oh, all right. Cryptic Talmud writings. <laughs> Yom Kippur Thanasia. No. Well, oh, all right. Fail. I'll give you partial credit. <laughs> that one failed. Yeah. Terrible. That one failed. Okay. I said it out loud. I was like, like that. no, that didn't work. It's pretty good. Okay. Hangar 5776. <laughs> 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 All right. So. Should we get to the game? Uh, I wanted to talk about one more thing. Oh. Which was uh, our, one of our favorite websites, Cameo. Now, if you recall, oh. a few months ago, I got friend of the show, Rebecca Moore, to do a cameo for Dorinsky. But it's the gift that keeps on giving. Because he's done giving, finally. He's <laughs> such a fucking handsome man. Well. <laughs> uh, but turns Says out, so on my T-shirt. Yeah. Turns out I'm not the only one uh, hiring cameo. A girl hired cameo. Initially, the story came out th- that a woman hired, uh, not hired, cameo, hired Mark McGrath, the mm-hmm. singer of Sugar Ray. Okay. To break up with her long-distance boyfriend. Now, Mark McGrath, by the way, I want to mention, he his gig right now is he has a show on Sirius XM, 90s on 9. He does? Yes. It's like a countdown show. Mm-hmm. And every episode, there's a different theme. I guess it's not a countdown show. It's just like a theme ep- episode. And every show. episode, the theme is sadness. Well, like the, the theme is like one hit wonders. And but so the pro, the thing about the show is it's so clear that he is completely uninvolved with 
everything about it up until he has to get in front of a mic and start recording. Yes. Because it always feels like whatever script the poor producer wrote for him, like he's just reading it for the first time. He's like, (laughs) this is Mark McGrath. And today our topic is one hit wonders (laughs) and the bands that happen to Play them. He's just like rustling paper as he's. Uh, yeah, like it's just it's like, dude, do a second take. Like, it, <laughs> and I want to like I've heard him do like you know I've had it in the car for a while now, so I constantly they replay the show all wow. the time, and it's just always the same terrible delivery. And I'm happy to report that he brought that terrible delivery yeah. to his cameos. Wow! Because now you'll absolutely hear it. Here is him. Well, can I just ask, who sure. has the worst plastic surgery face of cameo people, Mark McGrath or Rebecca Moore? Oh, that's easy. Mark McGrath, 100%. Oh, it's, dude, he looks it's, terrible. It's, it is it's bad. It's closer than you think, yeah. What's up, Braden? It is Mark McGrath from the band Sugar Ray, off the charts, but always in your hearts. And this cameo... This is his delivery. It's... Wait, did somebody write him the script and that's how he's reading it? No, he probably I starts he every cameo this. video with that yeah. awful shit. Could you, do you? How much does he cost? Can we get him to $100. do the Rebecca Moore script? Oh, we can tell you. Can we get him huh. to do the high guys? We could. And to say, uh, hey, you love sucking cock. <laughs> do you think he'd do that? <laughs> do you think he'd do that for $100? $100? <laughs> he'd probably suck real cock. <laughs> <laughs> So, Rob, if he rejects your script, you get refunded, right? Mm -hmm. This might be something to look into. Hi, this is uh, Mark McGrath, and I'm here to suck some cock for you on Cameo. (laughs) Darren's red. He's laughing so hard. I was booked by Cheyenne, and she wants you to know a few things. And this is a little difficult for me to say because it's the first one of these I've done. But she wants you to know that you mean a lot to her. You mean the world to her. But she's having difficulty staying in this long-distance relationship. You know, it's tough. I've been on the road for years, and I've been with my wife a long time. And the- my wife! I want, to, I want to point out, this is a breakup video, and you're talking about how you've been with your wife for a long time? Yeah, like, way to rub it in, Mark yeah, McGrath. Fuck you. The biggest arguments the biggest you know obstacles in our relationships is the distance between us it makes it very difficult when we're on the road um and it's hard so cheyenne is trying to let you know brayden that it's very very tough for her to stay in this relationship she still cares about you a lot you never know what the future may hold and she still wants to be friends with you because obviously she cares about you very very much and she wants you to know good luck on your thesis coming up Probably not the best timing, Cheyenne, when he's doing his thesis, but I understand. You know, you got to work on your thesis in life. uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, my God. His speech, his voice, the way he, his delivery, it it sounds Caitlyn Jenner esque. He looks like a gene splicing between vanilla ice and carrot top. Yeah. Ah, I see it. Terrible. on, and, um, you know, I'm sure there's big things ahead of you in the future, Braden. But Cheyenne cares about you enough to let you know that she's thinking about you. But the long distance thing is just yeah, a little difficult. She hired a fucking washed up singer. And she wants you to stay positive. She wants you to be friends. She cares about you so much. (laughs) Nice friend. Oh my God! Hey, you know, uh, uh, I really do. Uh, I really do uh, love you so much. I got you, uh, Mark fucking McGrath, to break up with you over the. Maybe internet. Sugar Ray's his favorite band. Oh God! That'd be In even which case worse. he deserves to get broken up with. 
fuck's sake. Just imagine if your favorite band sent you a breakup message. You would you would be so like conflicted. Yeah. But at least it conflicted and not just 100% horrible. Well, it turns out this was all a goof. Like, this Boo. woman does not breaking up with her. She doesn't even have a boyfriend? She does have a boyfriend, but she likes sending him these cameos. Because she also got Anthony Scaramucci, the mooch, oh. to do one. And Ugh. his is even like, why? Like you again, you can turn down these cameo requests. You can turn it down. Well, why would you turn this one down? <laughs> Hey, honey, I got you the singer of Chumbawamba to, to break up with you for me. Well, you would turn it down. Cause, well, they started like, oh, it pains me to say this. It's like, no, it doesn't. You're yeah. saying it. Yeah. You're getting you paid the to money. say it. Yeah. It pays you to say it, not it <laughs> pains you. All right, man. This is sort of one of the toughest cameos I've ever given. This is uh, So don't do it. Raiden. It's got book by uh, Shay. Also, I want to point out, like, Anthony Scaramucci, I've only seen him in the context of, like, giving a press conference or whatever. He's all quaffed. He's, like, in his fucking kitchen. <laughs> like, his hair is all disheveled. You see, like, his kids, like, little arts and crafts thing hanging on the wall. Like, what the fuck? It's a slice of life. <laughs> and, and I'm delivering bad information, but I think long-term, very good for you. Okay, so... It's a slice of life, but, like, I see this and I'm like, why the fuck does Anthony Scaramucci need the extra money from a cameo thing? Like, why is he, what is he mooching doing? off people on cameo? Because it's easy. It's in so, his name. Can I ask another question? Why does anyone, does anyone even still know who fucking Anthony Scaramucci <laughs> is, like, six months later or whatever, a year later? Like, who's uh, going to, do people just go through the cameo, like, the browse through cameo uh, uh Well, I have people? to tell you, when you buy one, as I have. <laughs> for the show they are very aggressive with their follow-up emails like just added to cameo like these uh, people available on cameo unsubscribe so i did eventually unsubscribe oh, at, I, at, at first i thought it would be funny to see but then i was like all right this is like at much? least once a day they send this and it's like i don't need uh, this is like literally spam at this point yeah you know, like, have you ever tried signing up former serious xm dj robert pezvani <laughs> I, I should fired like a host. dog in the street Mark McGrath. Well, you know, there. Jose Mangan is on there. Is he really? No. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> How much does he cost? We should get him to oh, say no. shit. Oh, no. No. <laughs> That's bullshit. Jose Mangan. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Can we get him to do the Rebecca Moore? In his, like, psyched voice? Or, like, his death metal voice, his growl? Oh, man. I love Jose Mangan. <laughs> I feel uh, like Braden. in our Patreon, like the voicemails that Darren could leave, that's kind of like mm. a cameo. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like, like our own version of it. <laughs> so pay for and that. And if you want me to do it, I'll do it. I'm not going to break <laughs> up with anyone for you, though. Do that shit yourself. I would be happy to. I'd do that for free. <laughs> All right. You see, there you go. Deliver bad news to people. New Patreon. Really? That's here. a new website. <laughs> it delivers bad news.com. I'll do it in person. <laughs> and the Leroy yeah, song. Right. Telegram. As long as it's like one hour in any direction, I'll, dr I'll get in my car and I'll do it in person. <laughs> That's another tier. Uh, hopefully, it's a lot of tears from the, the person I delivered <laughs> oh news to. Oh, my God. Tears lick them up. Shayan means the world to you, but she cannot stay in this long distance she relationship. She means the world to and you. She you know that you're always going to be friends, and Thanks. she wishes you. He's just reading this now. He's not even trying. Asshole. Unbelievably good luck with your thesis. And listen, Unbelievable it's a good luck. I'm sure you're probably really into her. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that's a message. Life goes on. There'll be another door opening and some great and wonderful things will be happening for you. Honey, I just want you to know I, I got Ari Fleischer to break up with you. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. I just want to point out that, like, 
he's phoning this in. Like he's like he can't be bothered to even do it. Like, he's making like, dinner. Least, I will say at least Mark McGrath, like he's clearly sat down. He's like, all right, I have cameos too. I'm going to focus on this. He his eye is wandering. He's like looking at his. It's like, dude, you're just getting paid to, for this. To be fair, like Mark McGrath has so much Botox that his eyes yeah. can't wander at he all. Have a church <laughs> <for that. laughs> So, like, if if they reject your script, you get refunded. But, yes. like, what if they do the video, but they half-ass it to the point that you don't like the quality? Are you stuck you with it? You could leave a bad review, but, yeah, you do you still have no to. Uh, yeah, you do have to. Um, by the way, I, I did get a cameo from uh, Michael Dukakis here. What? To break up with you guys. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> is he still alive? Is he? He yeah. is, yeah. Just saw a piece on him or something. Really? Yeah. Jeez. He's, under the radar. He's uh like helps he does like all kind of hands on like charity stuff, oh, I think. Okay. I honestly don't even remember what he looks like. I just see oh, I John Lovitz in my head <laughs> playing Michael Dukakis. He was he was more svelte than Lovitz. Mm-hmm. I see. Only I one see. chin at the time. Now, he ran against George H. W. Bush. Yep. yep. And lost. Yeah. Destroyed. It's one of the yeah. biggest uh, biggest election bombs in history <clears throat> okay Speaking you know why it was bombs? because he was too far left he was, he yeah. was a little more to the center <laughs> i think it was he just because of his Bush. name cock really dukakis it all, all sounds like cocky yeah yeah cocky dukaki michael dukaki do dukak dukak we're keeping it professional here on the Metal Injection Live. You can give us a call. Cocky duty. <laughs> 213 Wide Nut. It's 213-943-3688. Um, before we uh, play Thrasher or Trash It, I just want to play a, a quick clip of this Papa John interview. <laughs> Here's the weirdest sentence you have ever heard. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Living currently. <laughs> That's it? What? I've had over 40 Is pizzas. Is that what his voice sounds like? That's what, what his voice sounds like. like. That? Yes. That's not what he sounded like in the commercials. And Mark Shapiro should be in jail. He has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. I would just say, stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. The record will be straight. Why not sit? His sounds skin, like Stone Cold a His skin bit. is so weird. He looks like a drag queen. Yeah, he he sounds like uh, Buffalo Bill. Yeah, that can't be. That audio has to be. No, it's real. Do you want me to play the full audio? Like a bit of just, a full just audio? a bit. Yeah, it puts the that's... Papa John's pizza in the holes again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the surgery is getting through his voice box. Put the fucking pizza in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> I never dreamed the people that I care about. Okay, it was all multimillionaires. Would do what they did. He still it sounds like Buffalo Bill. She did ousted the Papa of Pizza. Looking back now, do you think that you were set up? Oh, there's no question Wait, what's about the deal with it. Oh, he no. said the N word in an interview, uh, or not an well, interview. Well, no, it was like a someone leaked audio of a conference yeah. of a private meeting. Where well, he what said was the, the N word? And he didn't. He wasn't like to be totally fair. He wasn't like um, like using it as a racial slur, but it still is a bad look to to say it at all. I, I don't remember what the context was. I, I don't remember exactly either, but I remember there was like some kind of nuance there. But uh, but also he'd been caught like out in public, like shit faced drunk multiple times. Oh, yeah. he, He's like, a terrible person. Yeah. It was not meant to be a defense uh, yeah. of him. Big Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, that? Um, this is all a farce. This is John Schneider's side of the story, and it's loaded. 
Nothing sells with like cheese. In the truth, sooner or later, I'll <laughs> in the, the first crust. time Schneider is talking publicly about did. the firestorm you know, that forced him to walk away from the company he built into one of the nation's largest pizza chains. They made this all up. They fabricated it. And shame on them. It all started in May of 2018. Schneider admits he used the N-word during what was supposed to be an internal conference call on diversity training, but says he did it to convey his hatred of racism. He says insiders use that as an opportunity to push him out. I just didn't know what would happen from people on the inside doing this. I have the, uh, the context. I want to also know. point out that the reporter is black yes. here, so he's saying this to a black reporter. Oh, Go ahead. Geez. Um, he was, uh, he was, when, when the NFL was like, uh, having their Colin Kaepernick, mm -hmm. uh, initial wave of like the protests and people's right, reactions. Right, this was a few years it. ago now. So he, he was at this conference call and he blamed the NFL for like lowered, uh, Papa John sales because people were boycotting the NFL. I see a Papa John's was so closely associated with their right. NFL sponsorship mm -hmm. that they, by proxy boycotting them. So what, are, what was so the So it says here, uh, on the May call, Schnatter, that's his name, <laughs> was asked how he would distance himself from racist groups online. He responded by downplaying the significance of his NFL statement. Colonel Sanders called blacks N-words, Schnatter said, before complaining that Sanders never faced public backlash. Like he, so Colonel oh. Sanders was racist, and he used, he used the actual word, not yeah. N-word. Uh and Colonel Sanders never got in trouble, so why should we? Cool going to the fried chicken guy. <laughs> what a weird, yeah, right what a, a weird thing to say. Bad argument. Yeah. Now, <laughs> what? Like that? Like I'm, I'm gobsmacked. Like, yeah. but, like, why would you even say that? Yeah. Weird. Like, what point are you making? Like, how do? Oh, oh, people didn't get mad at Colonel Sanders. Oh, he's right. No, we're not mad at Papa John's he, anymore. Like, what point, are you saying? Oh, if I can be like a dumbass whisperer. Right, right, right. I think <laughs> what he's trying to say is what I am. What I am uh, saying is way less inflammatory than than right. what Colonel but it Sanders said. Doesn't so, mean it isn't inflammatory. Right. And yeah. also, Colonel Sanders said that. When that was like Eight normal to yeah. say, yeah. When he was alive. When they were yeah. still like lynching people. Yeah. Or does, did he mean Daryl Hammond? <laughs> the, the, cur the, the current Colonel yeah. Sanders, right? Maybe. He did have a crack problem, so the who Norm knows McDonald's what he said. Colonel yeah. Sanders, maybe? What, is the, what was that ca campaign? That was I don't know. So they just weird. had different... Uh, I know what it was, yeah. but I mean, it was so fucking weird. Yeah. Reba McIntyre was one of them. George Hamilton. Shawn yeah. Michaels. Was Shawn Michaels yes. one of them? Yeah, they had a WWE, like, they were Jesus a big sponsor, Christ. so they just they, did, like, a special It only aired commercial. on WWE okay. shows. Huh. Yeah, but, like, they essentially staged a wrestling match with the colonel and, a, <laughs> and someone dressed in, like, a chicken suit or something. Dolph Ziggler was the colonel for the match. Jesus yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That seems a bit much. I thought it would come from the outside. And he's willing to name names. The poor chicken, by the way. Like, why does the chicken have to job? Like, the chicken is the food, the main dish. It's not like they're the enemy of KFC. You're right. That's what they're selling. But they also murdered them on a right. I understand, scale. but you don't have to like play that up you in like the commercial. In. Yeah, I, I understand that yeah. is ultimately what is happening. <laughs> but like, what? Well, yeah, like it just seems in poor taste. Yeah. But then again, Papa so does, John's is worse. Yeah. The food <laughs> is in poor taste, so. That's true. That's tough. Which is worse, Papa John's or KFC? Like, KFC to me is, like, bottom of the barrel. KFC. I hate it. If we're comparing these two things, I would say 
Papa John's is way fucking worse. It's just the cardboard. It's like Domino's pizza. It's yeah, I think I'm slightly better, in my opinion. I like I certain things. I like certain things at KFC. Although it's overall, like what? Like what? Uh, I like. I feel like their original recipe chicken is not bad. It's I not, don't mind uh, boneless rubber. wings. Hmm? Once in a blue moon. I mean, I haven't yeah. had them probably ten years, but I remember liking yeah. them. The KFC around here burns the shit out of the wings, so it's the, probably that location. That Thrash it. Oh, sorry, that's okay. Jump I thought you were there. Let's stop Jump talking about this. Uh, I like their I, well, not um, what you said, Rob, is true. Like it's not the best chicken in the world, no. but yeah. it's like tolerable for me. Yeah, like if I'm doing fried chicken, I'm going to Popeyes. Right, I understand that. I'm yeah, saying yeah. if it's in a pinch and you're like right, right there, right. Yeah, I would eat it, but Papa John's, you, I would never eat, no matter how yeah. convenient. Yeah, it is. I guess that's so ultimately fair. I, ultimately, I guess Pizza Hut is the best of the worst no, pizzas. Not I'm not me. a fan of would it. it. No. I, Domino, I would put Domino's. Yeah. Of the three, only because Domino's oh, like a little spicy. Of these, of what things? Of Domino's, Pizza Hut, and Papa John. Of the chain <sighs> pizza little restaurants, Caesars. I think I I've would, never even had Little Caesars. I would go with Pizza Hut, but reluctantly. Like it's still right. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ultimately, dish. we agree. This is like fuck, marry, kill. Yeah. Yeah, we agree also <laughs> like, no, with like, the Kenny Hickey uh, situation. Yeah. Oh, like you should never, yeah. ever, like, why in New York would you ever mm-hmm. order it? And, and yeah. we Domino's Thin that. Crust is the only one yeah, of it's any decent. of those that I would eat. Yeah, yeah. but that's like a specialty. Like, I think well, yeah, the, cru- that, the, the crust is what fucks up Domino's the most. I mean, it's, that, it's just doughy and it's like a pastry. That's how I feel about for Pizza me, Hut. For me, it's the really? cheese. Um, the cheese just feels like melted, like, Loose leaf paper. Oh, yeah, I agree. The cheese is not good either. It's so boring. But the number one thing wrong with Domino's is the crust. Mm -hmm. So if you put it on thin crust, it's a little You're right. You're right, because it's so soggy. Like, at least the thin crust has the crunch a little bit, so it works. It jumps up to, like, mediocre. Yeah. It's like a decent hors d'oeuvre at, like, a white trash wedding. Right, right. It's like a decent. It's like a white trash bruschetta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. But what you should take away from this is never, never eat Domino's. Never eat Domino's or Papa John's. But listen, if you don't live in a place where like where good pizza is plentiful and it's your only option, then just don't eat pizza. If it's that bad, just don't eat. No, but just don't eat. No, but there would there there has to be a local pizzeria, right? No, even then it's probably terrible. No, that's not true. I've been places where CC's. But here's CC's. Here's my thing. All right, so just don't eat pizza. Like the, your town, wherever you, you are, whoever you're listening to this, it's got to be known for some food food dish, right? Sure. No matter where you go. But you can't eat that every night. But all right, you can. I'm saying if you really want to dig into some quality food, find that find that good thing that is near you. There's got to be something, and I, and it's not always pizza. Like we have good pizza here. Yeah. You but sometimes you just want to have self-loathing and just be a garbage okay. person. And that's eat fair. Some garbage food. If you want to hate yourself, yeah. then eat your local pizza. Yeah. That's a fair statement. <laughs> I'll give you that. Once in a while, we all have those low moments. But we should fight that, shouldn't we? Sure. Don't, don't but, eat the crap you, pizza. Sometimes you got to let it win. Mm, you may be giving in and going to the dark side if that happens. <laughs> yeah, the, well. Bad things can happen if you eat Pizza Hut and Papa John's. You may become a terrible person. Diabetes? Just <laughs> Possibly. Put down the pizza. Put down the bad pizza. Agreed. Have some Elio's. That's not actually <laughs> bad. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, out of like all the gross pizzas, I love Elio's pizza. I would put yeah. Elio's above anything else we've mentioned in this yep. conversation so far. Elio's, to me, again, it's, it's like a pizza-like it's cafeteria. product. It's yeah. Like, uh, it just reminds I love you cafeteria. Like, yeah, yeah. Same. It but the, the if we're talking about dough, the dough, it's not really dough. Dough. It's some sort of Cardboard. artificial chemicals 
mushed together to look like dough. Listen, all I'm saying is it's better than these chain pizzas. It's not great. You're right. It's not delicious. It's not wonderful. It's like, oh, it's something you throw in your freezer, and then when you don't feel like going out, it's in there, mm-hmm. and you heat it's it up. It's not delivery. Right. It's Elio's. <laughs> right? I don't I think, think I've ever had a DiGiorno, so I can't comment on that. I don't think I have either. Yeah, I don't think I've done that. But the cardboard uh, box is probably better. Let's just gonna say that. <laughs> also, one thing that's kind of weird to me now is, like, I don't know if this is outside of New York or just a New York thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's these fancier, quote-unquote, pizzerias now that like fr- freeze package their pizza like they yeah. make a pizza and mm-hmm. there's like roberta you can get a slice of roberta's yeah. pizza which is like yeah. a very overhyped overpriced uh cold oven uh, pizza spot mm-hmm. and you can buy like a six dollar slice or some shit yeah. like that that you then have to go and put in the oven and like it's like par baked or whatever you have to like reheat it yeah but yeah that you're not reheating it in the fancy oven that they have so it's not yeah, yeah like what are you, like, it's not the same yeah. and by the way never microwave pizza either it just no. becomes Inedible. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to put the Elio's in the oven. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, even, but even uh, pizza like that you ordered from a pizzeria. Oh, I would never. Yeah, yeah, I just eat a cold. No. I love yeah. cold pizza. Oh, I, oh, I love I cold pizza. I hear so many people say that, and I do not understand that. It tastes so disgusting. I don't mind it. I, I, it. It's not disgusting, but I, I, if I have an oven, I'll just heat it up. Yeah. There's no reason not to. I'm not trying to be. The reason is I like want the food right now. Okay, yeah. my that's fair, but it just tastes so great. The, 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 like, I feel like the oil and the cheese congeals into a brick. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, so good. it's good. <laughs> See, you're saying it like a bad thing. I love it. It's like holidays, but pizza style. I just, what oh. I love about, well, yeah, 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 Isn't you're that right. Isn't what lasagna is, though? Like, literally? Holidays pizza style? <laughs> but the, but the, no, it's, it's not, not gelatinous. gelatinous. Yeah, that's uh, the, the well, thing that yeah, makes it disgusting is the yeah. gelatin and the things floating in it and looking at you. <sighs> But what I love about pizza is that it's like, like gooey and like you know it's I don't know it's just oily and then you make it into like a hard ass it's almost like fat just sitting on bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't appeal to me. No. Well, I forgive you. What? I forgive you for that. Okay, sure. <laughs> Go eat some Papa John's, prick. How dare you? That's too far. Anyway, you heard a little uh preview earlier it's time for thrash it or trash it thrash it or trash it thrash it or trash it no no say it sexily thrash it or trash it thrash it or trash it we have a bunch of entries oh yeah well slow me of course. Oh, got a bunch. Got a bunch. Got a bunch. <clears throat> yeah, you just yeah, said on that. Our social media. Got a bunch. Got, got a bunch. bunch got a bunch. Facebook, well, I'm Facebook I'm mostly page. going over off the Discord, but I guess I'll check the mm-hmm. Facebook in a moment. Let's on go. On the Discord, just each. it's got to be after July 23rd. All right. I'm just going for the ones for today. Okay. Uh, Settle down, Shlomi. Take a seat. <laughs> Let's start with God Stomper's suggestion. His suggestion is Winter. V I N T E R. What are they, old Zorg? Jews? <laughs> is there an S O R G at the end? No, it's just huh. Vinter. Okay. Just mm. checking. And uh, let's see, where's Vinter from? From Spain. Mm-hmm. And. So are you sure it's not pronounced Binter? They're from Williamsburg. Vinter. <laughs> Vinter. The song is uh, Yours is Your Fate, Mine is Your Funeral. 
All right. Let's hear this. That's what I heard. This is uh, advice to people who have just eaten their local shitty pizza (laughs) about killing yourself. Spanish black metal. I thrash it. I like it. Uh, I wouldn't mind like this it? band. Uh, what? Why do you like it? It's uh, obnoxious in a good way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, produ- like you. The, the production isn't uh, mm-hmm. isn't bad. Mm-hmm. I like the album art. I will agree with that. Oh, do I go? Are you done? I'm done. I I, I also uh, think the production is quite good, especially for black metal. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing because it makes me hear that voice uh, much more clearly. <laughs> uh, but. I, you know, I just listen to things like this, and it makes my throat hurt. Like, I know the mm. the littlest provocation, like when I do Dave Mustaine voice or something, my throat gets, very quickly, gets just disintegrated. So to hear a guy doing that, it's just like, it's like nails on a chalkboard, you know. But uh, I do respect the ability to do it. It's kind of like an instrument, you know. Uh, yeah, I was into it. I wish the voice was a little less irritating, but I thrash it. Now, for me, this is difficult. I'm weighing two sides here. It's very close. It's going to be 51-49 one way or the other. On the one hand, I like that you could sort of, even though it's not my favorite kind of vocals, you could tell he's saying words. Yes, that's Which is incredible. Mm -hmm. And I also like the guitar playing. Mm. Like the riff during the the verse part, I like. A little punky. But... The drumming during the intro, the like cacophonous, <laughs> is I hate that. That's one of my least favorite things. It's just it mm-hmm. ruins it. It just makes it sound like a fucking mess. Like yeah. he recorded that in one room, and then somebody else was <laughs> recording something in another room, and then wow. somebody spliced it together by accident. Like the Jaro Metallica song. Yes, except even worse. <laughs> So I think my hatred of that is stronger than my uh-huh. enjoyment of the other things. So I'm going to go a 51% trash. Uh-huh. Well, how about you, Noah? Well, Sid uh, said the one positive quality that I was going to say about that, which is that I could understand the lyrics, even though it was like black metal mm-hmm. vocals. Mm-hmm. But it just like the the music just reminded me of what my car does when it doesn't want to start. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so flooded engine. Yeah. So, um, sorry, Binter, but I trash you. Now I have to. I know I went already, but just I, I want to also uh, build on what you both said, which is that an asset of this song is that you can hear the lyrics. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think we're really grading on a curve. Here. Oh, for sure. Because I understood about eight words that he said. But you could understand that he was saying words. Sure. Yes. And it wasn't just like... Yeah, that's true. It is a step in the right direction, but yeah. at the same time, I feel... 
It's a very low bar. Yeah, like yeah. Shit, like the if I understand three out of every fifteen <laughs> words you say, uh, I'm not gonna be able to have a conversation with you. All I got is suicide, and uh, and a jerk and oh, what was the other thing we heard? A crotch, lick, lick her crotch, lick her crotch. Her crotch. I thought it was crocs. That's what I heard. That's what I thought you were gonna say about the pizza. It's instead of eating your local pizza, just lick someone's Crocs. No, I would never suggest. That. I'm actually over Crocs. I know. What? I don't wear them anymore. Well, now it would be too cold anyway. When I did wear them, but. Uh, so what are you wearing these days? Uh, you know, sneakers if it's for comfort, and then like no dress shoes. But know. like at home. Uh, I just wear socks in my house. Okay. Are they those grippy socks? No, I have one pair of diabetic socks. <laughs> Why? Because uh, I was in Montreal and that was, uh, I, I was, I think I was out of socks. That's the only thing and CVS had. Jennifer just you went robbed to a the... diabetic person. <laughs> Beat them up. No, they, they well, we CVS only had like diabetic socks. So okay, brought me some socks. And it, what are they like tighter or they have like Thick? this weird like gauzy like the bottom part is a regular sock. Okay, and then the part that you pull up like around your calf is just gauzy and very breathable interesting yeah but that's they're very comfortable yeah that sounds like it'd be and my first for everyone. reaction was irritated i was like what diabetic socks and then i was like wow these actually feel really good interesting mm. so i might buy some more diabetic yeah. socks. everyone's getting diabetic socks for christmas from darren <laughs> i don't even have diabetes i want everyone to know but now if you ever do you're dressing for the disease you want not the <laughs> disease you have <laughs> that's true it's a good point <laughs> Making my own reality. He's like, Doc, I'm way ahead of you. I got the socks already. I'm good. I've, I've been praying not to get diabetes. Uh, hopefully, I'll do better than Dave Mustaine did. Uh, send the socks to him. Throw him on stage at the next Megadeth show. Um, maybe maybe like a, di- a diabetes like neck warmer. These aren't cancer socks. What are you doing? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Are cancer socks at all, listener? No, it's different. Cancer scare. Okay, next. Then we have a Colombian neckbeard. Mm-hmm. That's the, ba- the username. The username. There. And then the band is Zud. Z-U-D. Okay. Not Zed. Isn't that a brand of soap? Zed. Gal, 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 gal. Musica. Musica. Zed. All right, here's Thundercats Don't Play Dead. My first time here. I want to hear what vocals go. No, I meant what ahead? I meant was, are we going to wait till there's vocals? Oh, I would like to. Yes. Well, the rule is supposed to be one minute. Well, we can For make fifty seconds. It's our fucking rule. Yeah. Are, are there vocals? vocals? Yeah, maybe they're just not vocals. But this is a type of riff that sounds like it's got vocals on it. Yeah. Some fighters, some virtues, lose to my feet, find 
Darren, why don't you start? Well, this was quite a journey. Uh, <laughs> that first part with the cacophony of, uh, you know, it just sounded really like shit. I was ready to tune right the fuck out of this. I was probably one second away from, like, uh, just being immediate trash. And then that riff kicked in, and that was fucking great. It was very thrashy. Uh, I really liked it. And then we were trying to figure out if vocals were going to mm-hmm. come in. And then the vocals came in and ruined it again. <laughs> uh, although I, I I did understand what he was saying, since that's apparently now the gold standard. Yeah. I heard words. Yes. Uh, so there were words involved. Uh, what they were, I couldn't fucking no. tell you. But they were, his voice was being shaped into the form of words. Uh, and there are other, like, I could say that that kind of vocal could be good like it's you know i there are some sing it's it's just a little bit raw and you know uh unrefined i would say for my taste i like more melodic singing but i will with those three things together that riff was so good i am going to lean towards thrashing it yeah for me this is like uh i said the it, it's basically the same criticisms and likes as the last song mm-hmm. But I like this one more. So if the last one was 51% trash, then this one is a 51% thrash. Okay. The vocals, I didn't mind. You could understand words. The riff was good. The cacophonous drums are a little bit lower in the mix, so they were slightly less annoying. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right. Noah? Well, I think you guys both liked the riff because it sounded like I want to be sedated. Oh. You can see that. Can you Um, play a little bit of that part again so we can follow up on what Noah said? It's like a little bit into the beginning. Yeah, you're right. Or every single remote song. Yeah, it's very thrash, very skate punk. Yeah. Um. So I just like if I was kind of annoyed by the long intro. I. I it's just like if you're gonna play the same riff without putting like a solo on it or just like something for people to you know listen to that changes then just don't do an opening like that yeah like how do they decide how long to go with that when it's just the same nothing for like it's almost like they were waiting for the singer to come back from the bathroom <laughs> like, just keep rolling, and then he keep like rolling. grabs the mic and starts singing cause he sounds like he's like out of breath yeah. like he just ran from somewhere <laughs> which in a live setting would be fun yes. it sounds like oh, well okay go ahead but I have to say that I really, once the vocals came in, I was like, okay, all together this sounds great. So I thrash it. There we go. Really yeah. like the vocals. Okay. Uh, for me with the vocals, the one thing I say uh, I want to say about it is like, so I like the riff. I like the sludginess. I like the punk grindiness. Uh, and also I was like, oh, when's this vocal line coming in? And then it came in. And to me, it sounded like the band was recording the music in one room and then like the vocalist was like two rooms down room shouting producer. over yeah. everyone because yeah. it sounds like the vocals are so far away yeah. whereas like the vocals should be like center in the mix they should be like right there in oh, your ear so Darren said that the vocals sounded raw and unrefined I actually really like that okay I like I, I just wish you could hear them more in the mute it just I don't know maybe live it would be blended a little better that kind of ruined it for me, so I have to 
trash. Wow. Now, how much of your decision is based on the fact that if it was a clean sweep thrash, then you'd have to send this person a prize of some sort? Well, you just don't want to do that. We've since established that I cannot be trusted to yeah, send well. such things, so it wouldn't be. I will I, send them. <laughs> I will say, though, at, when you were talking like, please trash her, please trash her, please trash her, I don't want to have to reach out to somebody for their address, please. <laughs> so I'm very happy with your decision. Yeah, the vocals kind of killed it for me. But I do. I've, I also feel like this music... Could you, like, I'm not going to tell them how to live their life. You know? <laughs> That's what this show's for. Yes. Come on. But I feel like the vocals, like, it could use a more, like, stoner metal-y, like, cleaner vocal line. No. Totally agree. Than, uh, like, black metal-y kind of. Just like a little deeper, a little raspier. I yeah. like the vocals. Just, like, you know, get to the point faster. But let them do that as a side project and do some actual black metal and we like let this be the sludge. Uh, I mean, they could do whatever they want. It's yeah. their band. <laughs> well, what they cannot do is eat their local pizza. Yeah. It definitely sucks. They're from Portland, Maine. Oh, the God. Portland, Just have, have a lobster roll. Plenty of great food up there. <laughs> yeah. Don't eat pizza. What was the name of the band again? Zud. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Gal, 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 galats. <laughs> How about from uh, Facebook? Let's take, yeah, a- let's take that one. Rob is going to our Facebook page, Facebook.com. I want to say, if you know, you're like, oh man, I wish I could, I could submit. Yeah, Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Live. And if, you, if you're sitting there being like, oh man, I wish I could submit a song for Fashion Attraction, first of all, like, you don't have to talk like that. You yeah. can use your normal voice. And second, we would say you should join our Discord chat. There is an invite on every episode page. And uh, in the Discord, you know, Sid, Darren, and myself were in there at various points throughout the week. Sid and Darren more than I. And uh, also, we we post little updates like, hey, tonight we're going to play Thrasher or Trash. Let's send us some links. And uh, that, that's where we got them. No one checks in from time to time. Yeah, like on the show when you remind me that this thing exists. <laughs> <laughs> I just forget. I try not to look at my phone. Except for Instagram. Really? Well, yeah, because I have to do it for work, so then I get sucked in. Mm. She just has the app on, but she's like, well, what? I'm not going to just switch to my personal account. I won't. I'm right here. Might as well. <laughs> uh, all right. Here is the. Uh, uh, so this is from Dan. The band is War Pit. And the song is Black Death. The album is Reborn. Uh oh. Is this Jesus Metal? They're from Montreal. It's definitely, of, of the songs we've listened to, by far the best production value. 
Like, this sounds like pro-recorded. Yeah, agreed. But it's also the least, like, quirky and unique. It sounds very cookie-cutter. And this might be a weird critique, but that solo came in way too early in the song. Does that make sense? It felt unearned. It came Does in on the sense? 14th measure when it should have come in on the 16th. It just, I don't know, it just seemed like there wasn't enough song yet for there to already be a solo. Well, maybe because there's even another solo at the end. Well, then, yeah, that, then Too much it's even more of things. a trash. Yeah, it's a trash for me, yeah. sorry. Okay. Just left me cold. No. Uh, well, all of these elements put together and getting right to the point, which is the guitar solo, works <laughs> nicely for me. Uh, so I have to thrash this. Oh, wow. We basically cancel each other out. Yeah. And now, by the way, Sid, you made it so Rob doesn't have to send yes. anything. You're welcome. Oh, Rob doesn't have to forget. Or maybe I do. Maybe the rest of you will trash. Oh, I guess they don't win. Well, uh, this band kind of reminds me of a band that uh, Noah's ex-boyfriend was in. With a certain no, not which at one? all. Can we say? Uh, I never dated anyone from Unearth. Uh, <laughs> uh, yet, but not with that attitude. <laughs> I mean, I kind of echo sort of like I get what Sid is saying, where it's like, oh, it's so polished. There's no personality to it. Yeah. Uh, but it's very confident. The th- confident? Oh, there's an confident. Wait, 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 this, up? this is a new song. It's the same song. Oh. Okay. Let's see how this solo starts. Yeah, it is very metalcore now that you mention it. Yeah. Uh, on a washing machine? I feel like if this was 12 years ago, I would have thrashed this, but now it's like nothing new, so I trash it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I agree. I mean, you pretty much stole all my thunder here, but uh, it's just, again, unoriginal and sounds like everything else to me. Boring. Competent is the best thing I can yep. say about it. Uh, they all sound like good musicians, uh, but boring, boring fucking growl vocals. It's cliche. Everything's a cliche in this. Don't let the band hear this. <laughs> what, what well, are they going to fuck They only speak French. What are they going to do anyway? I can't criticize their fucking band, bunch of babies. <laughs> Trash it. You're going to hey. take your cell phone away at the show. Show business is a hard business. You That's have right. to have thick skin. What are they going to do? Spend $500 and sit in on our show here? Yeah. Oh, Just no. to tell us that we suck? <laughs> well, it's if it's the whole band, it's going to be, what, probably $1,000. That's right. $2,000. At least $1,000, let yeah. It's not a one-man band. Yeah. Right. So maybe it's worth it. As long as they don't outnumber us. <laughs> that might be a problem. Okay. All right. Uh, do we want, let's do one more so each of us can go first. Okay. Um, who didn't go first? You? No, no, oh, no, I didn't go um, first. Okay. I don't care. Let's do one I'm no ego. El Dano submits a band called... Whoops. Oh, sorry. sorry. Is that the name? It's hard to spell for uh, SEO. El Dano. No, no, no. That's the live cast listener. No, I meant the, the little clip you played. <laughs> was the oh. name of the band. That's <laughs> a dumb joke. Oshi is the band. O-S-H-I. Oh, even worse. Yeah. The song is called Black. Okay. Maybe the album is called Black. It's not clear. Mm-hmm. 
Noah. How do you feel about this rock classic from 1993? <laughs> Is that what it? No, I'm just joking. Uh, I like the fuzz on his uh, guitar tone in the beginning. Okay, I don't know if it's... <laughs> I think it's because I'm ovulating. Whoa! That uh, I'm actually digging it, but I feel like if I was not ovulating, I, I would probably hate it. But What? What does you ovulating have to do with it? I'm like more emotional. That, don't you know about periods? I don't understand how that correlates to what you listen Like you're connecting to the music better? Yeah, I'm more sensitive. Like this song. Oh, I see. So uh, I'm going to thrash it. Okay. There's a guitar solo. There's good guitar tone. I like the quality of his voice. Maybe not so much how he's using it all the time, but, you know, I'm sure it improves somewhere down the line. So... All right, I uh, I'll get out of the way. I trash this. <laughs> uh, the music wasn't bad. I actually liked it, but as soon as the vocal kicked in, I was done. Sort of sounded like, like a sign guy me from out. Journey. So Steve was, Perry. Yeah. So I wasn't it sure. sounded like that Death Cab for a Cutie or whatever. No, no, that's way less hard than this. This is like grindcore compared to Death Cab for Cutie. Oh. Now, fine. can I ask a question? I was under the impression, I may be wrong, that there that all the bands on here had to be uh, indie, not signed, and they had to be metal. This is is this metal? We've had non-metal before, so uh, I think it's this could be like. I mean, you could argue this is like post-hardcore, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that I was going to get into that during my. Uh, I feel like I, I walked into Old Navy hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? No, this no, just unenjoyable. Very poppy. Not that poppy is bad, but in a bad way. Wait, poppy? Like the singer the we talked about last week? No, no. Big poppy. <laughs> the Dominican oh. baseball player. <laughs> trash it. Awful. Awful. 97% trash. It's very, it, it sounds like such a specific thing to me. It sounds like if you told me this was like on Revelation Records, <laughs> came out in like 1998, this yeah. band toured with Error Type 11 for a while and just didn't catch on. I would believe you. It sounds like Shades Apart. Like I liked some of the bands that sounded like this, but it just sounds so dated and mm-hmm. weird. And like, why would anyone sound like that now? It's very, it's baffling to me. So I can't. Do we know that this is new? Does it have a date on it, Rabba? Let's see. Into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. These guys opened for Farside in uh, Omaha one time, 1999. It came out in March, so yeah. Jeez, that is so strange. I have, I have, I feel bad, but I have to trash it. But it's just, I did not think bands still tried sounding like this. Weird. Well, now you know. Bless their hearts. Did you mean Farside the hip hop? No, 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 the oh, other okay. one. The F A R S I D E. There were two at the same time. I don't know who the other yeah. was. They were Revelation records. records. It was like emo post hardcore. Okay. In my in my mind's eye, they sounded like the, similar to this. Well, but I also say that that'd be very cool if they <laughs> played with the far side. Yeah. No. Well, I guess that uh, that's it for thrash it or trash it. We only have one thing left to do. Got to leave. Got to say goodbye. And before we say goodbye, we want to tip our hats to the top livecast fans of the week. Once again, if you want to be a top livecast fan, 
All you got to do is contribute $10 a month to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. And for as little as $5 a month, you get all of our archived bonus episodes and a new one each month. Derek, who are our Livecast fans of the week? Treon, Mindy Mayer's Keepa, Cattle Decaf, Justin with an E, Dallas, El Duterino, Benjamin, Rabaganoush, a.k.a. Justin with an I, Eric and Robert Jesus Delgado Bagalayos Jr. Thank you very much to all of you and all listeners of the Metal Injection Livecast. We love you all. And we will be back next week with Thanksgiving Hangover Cyber Monday uh, post-purchase guilt. What's that called? Hangover? Um, Depression uh, Tuesday. Something regret. Buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse. Thank you. Cyber Monday buyer's remorse. And a ton more next Tuesday. Please tune in live at metalinjection.net slash livecast. Follow us on social media, MI Livecast on Twitter, or find us on Facebook and Instagram under Metal Injection Livecast. Ta-ta.